Welcome, everybody. This is Power and Pride, and I'm your host, Jay Quinton. So this episode, I hope it I hope it struck you differently when you read the title, or if you haven't read it yet, I'll tell you what it is here for this episode. We're calling it White on White Crime, Is That a Thing? So we're going to get into this one. It'll be fun. It'll be interesting. We'll talk about some statistics. We'll talk about crime uh, by race. And there's some surprising stuff in there that um, I know I learned a lot as I researched this topic and really had some inspiring conversations with people leading up to this episode. So stick with me. We'll be back right after this. White on white crime. Is that a thing? I pose the question that way because I want us to have a reaction to it internally, uh, maybe even externally as we heard it or, or, or read it, um, that it made us think a little bit, is that a thing? And, and really it's, it's because I wanted us to get to a point, which is, you know, I've long been suspect of the phrase black on black crime. It's used often. Um, and it's often used to retort, you know, uh, some sort of black protest. Or, For example, if um, let's just take a prominent black person in protest may say something like, we need to do something about police officers killing unarmed black men. Often, the response is sometimes along the lines of, uh, if we care that much about black lives, then why don't we do something about the black on black killing or the black on black crime in the inner city? And, and really the scary part of this is, is that the generation that we're in now uh, of American people have heard this black on black crime phrase so much that they believe that it's true. They believe that it's a thing, right? And that's why I asked the question, why not white? Is that a thing? Because I think if you asked, you know, a hundred people on the street, they'd probably all tell you that, oh yeah, black on black crime, that exists. That's horror. It's a horrible thing. It happens all the time. People will tell you it's true. And, and that's, it is a thing. But um, again, you probably wouldn't hear those same people um, respond the same way to white on white crime or that phrase, right, white on white crime. Um, so Unfortunately, this is also language used by white supremacist groups and clever politicians and, you know, basically for a variety of reasons. The phrase black on black crime hurts our country and I'll explain how. So again, have you ever heard the term white on white crime before today, before this show? And have you heard it used regularly by either media or politicians or friends of yours or yourself? And if the answer is no, which I'm guessing it is, then why is that? Is that because there is just no white on white crime? Or is it because 
the term black on black crime or black on black crime itself is overwhelmingly more significant in numbers than white on white crime. And so it's more um, it's more fitting for for to say black on black crime than white on white crime. Is, is that why? So let's talk about numbers and crime statistics to see where this all leads to. And we'll do that when we return from this break. Don't go anywhere. Welcome back to Power and Pride. I'm your host, Jay Quinton. And we were just starting to dive into, um, before the break there, dive into the term white on white crime and how black on black crime disparages um, a whole group of people. That term black on black crime and how how it kind of hurts our whole um, country and everybody in it. Uh, And obviously it hurts uh, the black community. Let's first establish that these types of stats are recorded and tracked by the Bureau of Justice Statistics, so B- or BJS um, for short. So they obtain their information from all law enforcement agencies across the United States. They also conduct crime surveys and um, break down all kinds of crime info so you can find just about anything that they uh, do. And, you know, usually it's a couple of years, um, a couple of years behind, but the information um, is really valuable for, for just this, this thing, for breaking down specific numbers. So, so for the sake of this topic, let's talk about violent crimes specifically, because I think that's what the biggest piece of this is, right? So, Crimes categorized as violent crimes include murder, rape and sexual assault, robbery, aggravated assault, and simple assault. So for some perspective, according to the BJS, between 2012 and 2015, there were approximately 5.8 million violent crimes each of those years. And yes, these are the most current available numbers as of 2019. So between 2012 and 2015, in total, there were 5.8 million violent uh, crimes per each of those years. Okay, so that's that's the first thing. So, and really, what I think is probably the one of the most important stats of that time period is this: the majority of violent crimes are intraracial, intraracial. So what does intraracial mean? That means the victim and the perpetrator are of the same race. So the majority of violent crimes are white on white or black on black or Hispanic on Hispanic, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So the perpetrator and the victim are the same race. That's essentially what intraracial means. And the majority of violent crimes happen intraracially. So this makes complete sense though, right? Right? So because many violent crimes obviously are committed against people that we know, um, uh, meaning that the perpetrator is either close to these people or, or know them or are acquaintances of them. And 
um, a lot of races, whether black, white, or whatever, um, are, are typically around the same types of racial groups. So that makes perfect sense. So the, the great news is that both intraracial violent crimes have significantly decreased in the black community and the white community. And if you look at it from 1994 to 2015, about 20 years, in that time, white on white crime has decreased, excuse me, violent, violent crime, white on white violent crime has decreased 79% uh, in that 20 years. And black on black crime has decreased 78% in that same time period. So I bet you want to know what the stats are for white on white and black on black crime between, between 2012 and 2015. I know I do. Well, I'm going to share those stats, which are very interesting, mind you. Um, and I, you may not be ready for them, but I'm going to share those with you right after this break. Stay tuned. All right, we're back. I'm Jay Quinton, and this is Power and Pride. And this episode is called White on White Crime. Is that a thing? So as we were just talking about, um, we're talking about intraracial crimes at this point and how the majority of violent crimes are committed intraracially, meaning the perpetrator and the victim are the same race. Um, so now that we know most all violent crimes are interracial and white on white and black on black crime have both decreased 79% and 78% respectively between 1994 and 2015. Let's get a little bit deeper. Okay. According to the Bureau of Justice Statistics, BJS, between 2012 and 2015, when black people are victims of violent crimes, the perpetrator is also black 63% of those times. Okay? So that would lead you to believe that white-on-white -white crime would be far less significant since in America, right, media, government, um, government officials, politicians, white nationalist groups, everyday people, et cetera, et cetera, right, overwhelmingly use the term black-on-black -black crime without ever using the term white-on-white -white crime. So, as I said, that would lead you to believe that white-on-white -white crime is a lot less significant than black-on-black -black crime. So, you might, you might guess, well, what is it? Okay, is it, you know, if black-on-black if -black is, you know, 63% of violent, you know, in violent crimes, maybe white-on-white -white is 15 to 20%, right? Not a bad guess, but you'd be wrong. When white people are victims of violent crimes... The perpetrator is also white 57% of the time. Again, this statistic further helps illustrate the fact that violent crimes are committed most often interracially, meaning the perpetrator is the same race as the victim, regardless of that race. And that's violent crimes, okay? And I think it's, it's illustrated pretty well there just with 
standard statistics that are tracked um, through all the law enforcements by the uh, Bureau of Justice um, statistics. And if you if you just want to look at uh, murders, if you look at the the DOJ um, in 2016, 82% of murders where the victim is white, the perpetrator was also white. So the killer is white, the victim is white 82% of the time. And this is, as a qualifier here, is a single perpetrator and a single victim. This doesn't take into account mass shootings or multiple victims or multiple subjects. So when the white person is a victim of a murder, it is another white person who's a perpetrator 82% of the time. So looking at that, well, what is it for uh, a black perpetrator and a black victim? Well, that's 89% of the time. So again, relatively equal in percent of times that when the victim is black or the victim is white, the perpetrator is also black and or white, um, basically the same race, right? So intraracial again. So overall violent crimes and even more so in murder. So, and and yes, the total number, if you just take the total number for 2016, the total number of murders, yes, there were more white on white murders than there was black on black murders. And, you know, you do have to look at population and how many white people there are, how many black people are. But the bottom line is you look at the percent and it tells you that white on white crime and white on white murders happen as regularly as black and black crime or black and black murders. Well, then you have to ask yourself, well, why do I always hear the term black on black crime? Why when somebody takes a knee and protest about violence against black people, the term comes up? Why don't you worry about black and black crime? Why is that? I, I, want, I want us to think about this. Why have we never heard the term publicly or regularly? I'm sure it's out there somewhere by somebody, but regularly by the general public and politicians and media, why don't we hear white on white crime? So as Americans, both black and white, we have been programmed with the bias that says white people are less criminal than blacks or non-whites, basically. And this this programming hurts all communities and and divides us all here in America. I mean, in, in part, this is why people use the term black on black crime when trying to either intentionally or unintentionally escape tougher conversations about race and injustice. Now, this doesn't make white people villains or politicians or the media. It doesn't make anybody a villain. It doesn't make black people villains. This makes us all human. This helps us understand that we have to dig in. We have to research. We have to understand for ourselves what is really going on. Whether a news source is 100% uh, truthful with real journalists or they're not. Or a politician is 100% truthful or not. Or, or, Or our teachers for that matter. Whether our teachers have the same kind of unconscious biases as the rest of the population. So do police officers. For good or for bad, right? Uh, so do we. We all do. Both unconscious bias and and just bias. And a lot of this could be uh, 
programmed if we're beaten over the head with black on black crime as a term over and over and over again. So, my show, this show, Power and Pride, is designed to highlight the conversations that are difficult to have but are necessary. I challenge us all to have these conversations with our friends, with our family, with people that we trust and know that we can have a good conversation with. Or when you hear the term black on black crime, pause. Think about why that's being said. What, where did that comment come from? Is it a retort to some sort of injustice that somebody's protesting or talking about? Listen for it. And then use this newfound knowledge to explain that, well, all violent crimes, right? Or I should say most all violent crimes are intraracial. Overwhelmingly interracial, same race, um, the victim and the and the perpetrator of the same race. So, again, if black on black crime, quote unquote, is a thing, then so is white on white crime, as shown in in the interracial statistic we just tra- talked about. So, I truly hope that we don't use either term. I threw that out there as an opportunity for us to think for us to have a different perspective, to turn the lens a different direction, um, and to challenge us in our country, to challenge all of us listening, uh, to challenge me. When you review the actual uh, statistics, you come to realize that, you know what, we're all the same. And And it makes sense. So I'm sure that there's someone out there that could come back at me with, you know, telling me that the Bureau of Justice uh, Statistics or the DOJ or, or whoever uh, else keeps track of these kinds of statistics are all part of a big conspiracy. That the FBI criminal justice information uh, people are, it's a conspiracy, right? I, I'm sure they could. I'm sure they could tell me that. You know, they could throw out numbers about poor people and people um, with access to guns versus not, I'm sure. But the point of this was the phrase black on black crime versus white on white crime and what it means for us. And I hope that this has opened the door for all of us to continue to have this conversation, to now understand that we are all in that same boat when it comes to violent crimes. I hope that this show has given some perspective on where we're all at. And we'll continue right after this. Welcome back, everyone, to Power and Pride. I'm your host, Jay Quinton. Thank you for joining me today on a very special episode we called White on White Crime. Is that a thing? And I think we learned a few things that we're all uh, we're all human beings. We're all in this together. 
And hopefully uh, that's how we move forward with this one. Uh, So thanks again for your time. If you want to find us or find our next episode, you can find us on anywhere you listen to podcasts, including where you're listening to right now. You can also find us on Facebook at Power and Pride Podcast. You can uh, hit us up there with a message. Uh, There's a link on there, too, to send us a voicemail. We might read your message or play your voicemail on the air. Wouldn't that be something? So, again, thank you very much. This is Power and Pride. I'm your host, Jay Quinton. Until next time.